Hey, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. Alex Davis here, and you've decided to join me on an incredible journey where we sit and defend the gospel against false beliefs in the world today. I'm currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at OBU University, and you are about to have a bunch of fun learning how to defend and know the truth of the gospel. Let's go ahead and get started, my friends. How you doing, friends? I'm really glad that you've joined me and decided to listen in on the episode today. What a strange title, again, as I might go on and say, for every single episode. But today is going to be on the topic, as you can see, of the false belief that I've been a Christian my whole life. How many times have you heard this? How many times have, you know, you've had friendships and you've met a new pal at a coffee shop, per se, and maybe you get into a conversation eventually, and maybe it's the first time you've met them. And you ask, hey, like, do you know the Lord or are you a Christian? Do you have Jesus in your life? Do you have the Holy Spirit? However you might say it. It is great, beautiful, wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been a Christian my whole life. Like, what? What? You and I both, at least I hope you and I both, recognize that this is dangerous territory. This is dangerous. Why? Because this so easily just floods to a false gospel message. This ties to what it looked like before the Holy Spirit had residence in us. This looks like before what Jesus did by coming to the world to save us from our sins. It is a relationship. It's a decision. It's a moment by moment living out one's life in accordance to the gospel of Christ, in accordance to what Jesus has done and what we've decided to actually accept into our lives so that our lives might not point back to us. There is absolutely no such thing as someone who has been a Christian their whole life. Guys, in order for each of us to respond to God's love and grace, he has to initiate it. And we have to hear the gospel of Jesus. Jesus who lived the absolutely most perfect life and then died and then resurrected for our lives. We must actually look into ourselves and see the depths of our sins and walk in transformation by the grace of God. We have to first comprehend, learn, and grasp this message of truth. Guys, we cannot be a Christian our whole life, and we need to walk with brothers and sisters that may or may not know God and share the gospel with them. But how do we do this in these moments? Sometimes these friends just do not know, and it's not their own fault in fact, I would say it's sometimes our church's fault 
are society's faults, just the way that man is created. We are created to think that we can just do it all on our own. We can make our own decisions and flourish. I mean, come on, look at all of the biblical men back in the Bible and women. Look at Adam and Eve. They thought they could just get the knowledge of Jesus. I mean, sorry, get the knowledge of the Lord. I mean, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, one, unity, three in one. But they thought they could have the same knowledge and the same wisdom and understanding as God if they took the bite of an apple, the exactly same thing that God told them to stay away from, the only thing he said for them not to do. We cannot have salvation without deciding that we believe, accept, and will walk in the truth of Christ by accepting the Holy Spirit. All right, here are some verses that we can go over together and delve into what it looks like to not actually always be a Christian, but to gain salvation and become a Christian. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that of not, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. 2 Corinthians 5, 21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. John 5, 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. And then Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All right, friends. Accepting Christ and walking as a Christian and walking this out has nothing to do from the heritage of your parents but all to do about the heritage that you accept in Jesus Christ. Your Christians, well, your Christians, your parents might be Christians majority of their lives. But if they're taking you to church and you're going to church all throughout high school and then you go to college, you cannot just say, I'm a Christian. I went to church growing up or I know the Bible and be saved and go to heaven after death. And have eternal salvation and life with Christ. And be able to walk in the blessings. And be able to walk with the gifts and share the gospel through your life. It's not possible to just gain salvation through your parents. Possibly through friends. Through your uncle. Through your aunt. Through your grandparents. I don't know if this hits home with you, a listener today. Possibly this confuses you or angers you thinking, but Alex, I've gone to church my whole life. Aren't I a good person? Good people go to hell. Good people go to heaven. Bad people go to heaven. Bad people go to hell. Why do I say this? It's because our sins don't mark us anymore when we know Jesus. I still sin even though I know Christ as my Lord and Savior. I still battle temptation, even though I know Christ is my Lord and Savior. 
sure, I might be labeled a good person, but other people might say I'm a bad person because they don't like some of the decisions that I make. Do I try to make all decisions to point back to my creator? Of course. But do I slip up like every day? Yes. So what can we take from this? We can take from this that the word of God points us to our creator. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. And it will penetrate our hearts so that we might know and discern our sins, our actions, whether or not we know our creator and intimately have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, who is a person, who is living, who is within us. He fills and equips us. He gives us gifts so that we might be fruitful in the world and so that others might encounter his presence and not only us, but that others can experience his presence through the way that we live our lives. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I am moved by how God has been able to use my words and how he's enthusing me to continue to share. It's definitely been a battle over the last couple months of my life. The enemy has been prowling. So if you could please pray for me as I continue to walk in this path of cultivating and wanting to comprehend how the Lord wants to use me to further the ministry that he's called me to. Please look at the links below if you'd like to learn more about my resources, my recently published book. I have my web, my website in the info as well. I love you guys so much, and I'll be talking to you next Friday. See ya!